Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John Spanauer coming to you live here from the Everag Studios in Chicago. I'm flying solo today without my uh, sidekick, Cody Coster. Uh, this is the GDT review. So let's go ahead and dig in. Uh, first of all, we'll say the GDT was higher today. This is the first time in several auctions that we've had a higher auction. So certainly something different to talk about today, although in my mind, still not all that exciting, but let's dig into some of the details. First of all, the big winner on the day was whole milk powder. As we've talked about many times, whole milk powder is kind of the big dog on the, uh, on the exchange there or on the GDT, it was up 3.6%. This is the first time again in several auctions that it's been up. And so a little bit of a bounce here finally. Moving then on to skim milk powder, skim milk powder up 2.9%. And that brings skim into an equivalent US dollars per pound of 139. The EU right now stands at about 135 to 137, getting a little bit of movement in there just on the currency. For anybody that watches the currency or the U.S. dollar, you'll see that the U.S. dollar has really gotten beat up this week, and that has made prices like in dollars per pound in other countries look a little bit better. Then moving on to the butter side of things, butter down 0.8% came in in New Zealand at 214 a pound on an 80% salted basis. That compares to the U.S., which settled the day up at 294. Finally, we're going to move on to cheese. Cheese is one that I like to pay attention to. It was down 1.2%, and when we convert that to a U.S. dollars per pound, that's about 215 on a cheddar price. The U.S. right now at 214 when we put our block barrel average together. And finally, the EU settled last week at about 244. So all in all, I guess what we can say here is, is that the U.S. nonfat market at $1.47 still is outshining the rest of the world, something we don't see very often. And I'll be the first to say I, I didn't expect that to happen this time, not that I see much different and quality or anything else of the U.S. product. I think uh, the U.S. product, you know, is on par with the rest of the world. It's just that it does typically trade at a discount to the rest of the world. And right now it's trading at a premium to the rest of the world. When we look over at the butter, butter is by far the highest price in the entire world. And then finally, when we move to the cheese price, cheese went from being a outstanding discount to coming up to parity with New Zealand right here. 214 to 215. And again, you've got the EU at 244, still holding on strong there in the EU. So is there a little bit of room versus the EU? Sure there is, but I'd say we're running out of runway here as it comes to our potential exports of US cheese as compared to New Zealand at the very least. So again, skim milk powder was up, whole milk powder was up, butter was down slightly, cheese down slightly, and the overall result is that we've got a higher auction. So again, we haven't seen this in quite a few auctions, and this is something that you know maybe we've been looking for for a while in here and saying, boy, there's probably some sort of bottoming action in here somewhere. And I guess as we try to dig into this a little bit to say, okay, maybe why ha why are prices, ha why have they been so much lower? And why have they conversely maybe found a bottom? And I think we can go back to that and say, there's a few things. One of them is something that we've harped on for a long time here. And that is that, you know, Chinese buying just hasn't been as strong as it has been in the past. 
And we've said that many times. That does not mean that the Chinese are not participating on the GDT or in the world market. They most definitely are. We see them in here every week. I really want to make that clear. They have been here. But again, the nuance comes down to how much have they been buying? And when we really look at it, it goes back and forth, uh, auction to auction. One week, they go higher than the year before. The next week, they go lower than the year before. But when we go back in time and look at maybe what put in those huge prices that we saw a year to a year and a half ago, a lot of that comes down to the Chinese buying over and above anything sometimes that we've ever seen, but definitely on a very strong basis. One of my colleagues here at Everag, Mark Majoros, was smart enough to say, let's take a look at it in a little bit more depth. And what he did was he brought up Chinese buying on the GDT from a year-to-date basis and said, let's compare this year-to-date in terms of what does the Chinese buying look like year-to-date. So instead of saying month or week-to-week and really going back, and what we can see here is that if we compare the 2022 to what we saw year to date at this point in time in 2021, we're actually down 25%, right? And so when, again, if we go week to week, we can say, well, maybe they were here, maybe they weren't. But when we really look at it in totality, down 25%. And I think that really says something about, you know, why have prices come off the GDT so much as compared to last year and earlier in the year? So I think that's a really a, a really good indicator. And I think my hat's off to Mark for uh, taking the time to help us figure that out. If we take that and move forward, though, and say, fine, maybe that's why prices weren't so strong over the course of the last six months or so, or really been in a decline for about six months. Well, then fine. Why, why do we suddenly see a bounce today? And I think Part of it comes down to, we've all seen it out on the news, out and out on the news wires out there at least, the talk of a little bit of change up on the Chinese side in terms of their zero COVID policy. We mentioned that last week that there was finally starting to be some uh, rattle and hum around this. And and what it really comes down to is, is, as we've all seen, the effects of a zero COVID policy and the the lockdowns associated with that and some of the tactics that have been chosen to help achieve that goal of zero COVID in China have been very devastating to the economy. And one of the knock-on results of that is that you know demand for a lot of products, specifically dairy, have really been off. And that has lowered the, you know, lowered the demand for dairy internally in China. At the same point in time, Chinese milk production is growing. And so that means that, you know, you've got less demand and more internal supply. And it just means less that they have to buy from the external world. And as I mentioned last week, and we started to hear more and more about it, there are some likely some changes coming um, in terms of the policy and the tactics that are used. And hopefully, as you know, and hopefully for the people of China, of all things, but as it relates to the dairy industry and and demand overall, hopefully we'll start to see the Chinese economy starting to open up a little bit. And one of the knockout effects of that is likely we should see, and as we have in the past, some demand pickup for dairy products. So maybe we're going to see that. We certainly read about it all for the last two weeks in the stock market. Uh, We certainly saw some anticipation of that on the GDT futures this week. 
The futures on the GDT at one point in time, we're looking for a skim milk powder move of about 11% higher. We only got 3%. So, you know, it's a glass half empty, glass half full. Yes, the price went up, but it certainly did not meet expectations. But I think a lot of those expectations on skim were based on the idea that we were going to see the Chinese step back into this auction in a major way. On whole milk powder, we came up just short of what some of the expectations out there. So we, we did see the whole milk powder get the lift, maybe not quite as much as the futures were looking for, but certainly there. What I can say from this is that this auction really didn't give me the indication, though, that the Chinese had returned in mass. In fact, I think when we look at it, if we go back to the idea of looking at this through the lens of a year over year basis, Chinese North Asian activity was down 17% when we compare it to the same auction last year. So certainly uh, anticipation that China is going to come back, certainly anticipation that as they come back, there's going to be more demand and prices will rise. Maybe we will see that next on the next auction, but we did not see it this auction. So I hate to be a Debbie Downer on that, but it is certainly nice to see a change in the tone of the auction. Uh, but I, I just really wanted to see the Chinese participation be higher than it was when we got here today. Uh, looking around the corner at the rest of the world, I would say that in Europe right now, one of the things that we keep hearing echoed from several different contacts is we've got more milk and less demand over here right now. And, you know, that's really causing Europe... European prices to tilt a little bit. European skim milk powder got down to 130 at one point in time two weeks ago, had a little bit of a rebound here simply out of the currency. So again, that currency means a lot in here right now, specifically because it's whipping around so much. But the butter price is starting to tilt a little bit there. The, the one product that is holding its ground here and around the world is cheese. And the, the cheese market certainly is, is not feeling the same pressures that the butter powder markets are. And, and again, you could say today they didn't feel pressure, but in general, the butter powder markets have made, made a decline. And yes, we had a little bit of a bounce today, but nothing too special. But the cheese market still holding its ground again through on the GDT today, only down 1.2 today on the CME, on the wholesale up and on the European side, uh, still at 244. So, you know, that, that's something to keep in mind. All in all, though, I would say that it was a good auction simply from the fact that we found a bounce in here and we'll be looking for a little bit more information as we get a couple more weeks down the road. And hopefully at that point in time, we'll have my buddy Cody back and he'll do a better job of guiding us through the conversation than my uh, ramblings here today. But I certainly was excited to be here and I look forward to answering any questions that you may have. Please feel free to email me or give me a call and we'll try to dig into it and maybe even bring that question up on next week's podcast. So look forward to hearing from you and everybody have a great week. 